The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, don't you mean Sazzy <laughs> Fergarezzi? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, and we're we're not alone. Uh, here to join us is um, Mr. Pitzer, a.k.a. Chad. Chad, Mr. Pitzer. Who plugs something in? I had a 90-page paper on Sputnik, and now it's gone, and I've got nothing. <laughs> it's a rough time when you lose your like extensive paper just because you plugged in the microwave. Yeah. Thank God we don't live in those Stone Age times anymore. Am I right? Like, jeez. Yeah. I mean, do you think that this is just because um, Alan is really prone to doing his own housework? Like, is he doing some, like, <gasps> faulty electric oh, work? Oh, I could see that being true. I mean, uh, yeah, he didn't hire a proper... Here's the thing. What drives me crazy is this happens, like, three times in one episode. Stop using that outlet until you fix the issue. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is dangerous, people. It's very dangerous. Very okay. Dangerous. 
to Allen's to Allen's defense a, a, a little bit, um, and maybe it's just men in general. I also would continue to use a microwave if it was broken, as long as I didn't have to pay to get it fixed. So, <laughs> well, okay. So, like recently, I have like um, I'm really into green smoothies. I have one pretty much every day, and I have a Nutribullet. And a couple weeks ago, I like used it. And I guess it overheated, but started smelling like smoke oh and gosh. like bad stuff. And I was really nervous because I was leaving the house and um, I was just nervous to leave it with like the dogs. So I figured like if I bring my burnt um, overheated Nutribullet in the car with me, then at least the dogs would be safe. Like I could blow up in the car, but at least the dogs would be safe. Right. Um, turns out I plugged it back in just to be risky and she came back to life. So that's good. I, yeah. So I'm like one so plug away. So you didn't get stuck in the fifties is what you're saying. I was going to say you didn't get, uh, transported back in time. No, I went to the future. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Is it like, is it oh yeah. I was going to say, what's it like? Is it better than the present? No. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no. That's not good. Oh, no. That's not good at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was watching this and quite frequently I thought to myself, man, I wish I could electrocute myself and go back into the 50s. Like, yeah, like, like, like that would have been a horrible time to live, too. But like a simpler yeah. time now now is a bit tough. So yeah. I, think, I felt that the entire time I was watching this episode. By the way, we're talking season two, episode 19 of Boy Meets World. I was a teenage spy. Mm-hmm. Um was it season two, or are you sure it wasn't season three? Oh, season three. I keep writing season two in my notes, and I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm like, we're flying through this show so quickly. But mm-hmm. I, and I also because we're on season two of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, there was a. Me up constantly. I had to. I glanced back up at the top corner of the screen of the name of the stream yard that said season three, 1920, because there was at one point where I said, did I watch the wrong episode? <laughs> and why are these references still fitting? <laughs> <laughs> If you guys can go to any decade and live there, what decade would you live in? I had that same question, so it's oh. up for you guys. I mean, I think, like, I, I don't know. I feel like going to the past is tricky because, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the stuff that we have gotten over time and, like, trends that have, you know, gotten better, uh, it's tricky. But, like, I still feel like the 90s was, like, a really great decade. I know it's, like, right? It's kind of obvious that I would pick but that. But would decade, you be but... an adult in oh, the yeah. 90s? Yeah, I'd rather go back to the 90s as an adult. I already experienced mm-hmm. it once as a kid. I feel like right. that's move. Could Would we have an easy time getting back to the present time? Mm. Yeah, you just plug in a plug in a jukebox or whatever well, electrical so, but, what but what if you want to go back to a time where there was no electricity? Yeah, like Jurassic Park or something? Yeah, because I want to go back and see dinosaurs. Hell yeah, Chad. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah, Ooh, I want to go back. See dinosaurs. I've seen enough Flintstones to know that that time period looked lit. I mean, mm-hmm. feet, pow- feet powered cars. You know what you have to do is you have to like when there's a lightning storm, you just have to stand on like the tallest hill out in the open and hope to get electrocuted to get home. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you have to, or like, or like, hope a dinosaur just like eats you if you can't. Like, I mean, then you die. I don't think you'd get transported back. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like if I ha- if I feel like if I couldn't go back, I'd just be like, "All right, Mr. Dinosaur, yeah. eat me." Or I'd want to go back to like or go forward to like the year like 
30 75 yeah, like a year that i yeah. yeah a year that i know like oh i will not be alive to see this so let's see how wild it is yeah 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 sarah what about you where would you go or hmm. when would you go i should say I have, I feel like I have a weird connection to the 80s because mm. I really like synthesizer music. Um, so I'm pretty convinced that I would go to the 80s okay. and bop around then. All right. I like that answer. I think it's a good answer. It's 80s good answer. Are, had good music, good style, you know? The 80s, yeah. the 80s were one of the ones I was thinking about too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've seen enough Stranger Things to feel like I would love that time period. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot sure. of mind flayers and stuff going on in the 80s, and I'm it's not terrifying. 100% sure of that I would like that. You know, it's like real life D&D. <laughs> yeah, real life D&D sounds fun until you die. And then, yeah, you know. Right. Until you realize that, like, it would be a hellscape, yeah. <laughs> it would be so terrifying. <laughs> Um, so let's, let's get into, let's get into these episodes here. Uh, first one, I was a teenage spy. We start off at Chubby's. There's going to be a fifties sock hop dance and Corey asked Topanga to go, but she says, no. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have a bone to pick with this. Topanga says Corey broke up with her. Mm-hmm. Was it not super mutual when they broke up, Sarah? Oh, it was 110% mutual, but for whatever reason, they have changed the narrative and said that Corey broke up with Topanga. Yeah. And I, it's not true. It is not true at all. It was very mutual. And in fact, I feel like Topanga actually, you know, kind of brought that up first. She was the one who was like, we don't want to hate each other. I don't want to yeah. hate you, Corey. Like, Chad, yeah. tell me this is not some nonsense. Like, they are completely changing the story here. Yeah, I mean, they do that a lot in Boy Meets World mm-hmm. with the Corey and Topanga saga, especially in, in, in future seasons. So, you know, I don't want to, you know, spoil anything. But, like, they they very liberally rewrite the, the timeline of Corey and Topanga's relationship. Um, and always are very willing to be like, meh, it's this now. So this is just like an early example of that. Um, <laughs> and I still, every time I watch this show, I constantly just see Corey Matthews and think, this was me in middle school. Like, yeah. the way he says, like, the way Corey talks throughout the entire show, saying things that, like, no human being would, like, the way he talks, no human yeah. being speaks. But, like, I speak that way. I had curly hair in middle school. Like, Corey Matthews is just my spirit animal. And I I constantly see myself being like, I would react very similarly, which is probably a bad thing. But here we are. <laughs> um. So we're we're now at the Matthews and Corey's working on a term paper. Um, apparently, Eric plugs in the microwave and like completely short circuits the entire house and Corey loses everything because he didn't save. This was like yeah. back in the day when you didn't have like a Google Docs that auto saved your shit every five yeah. seconds. Auto save is a lifesaver. But I mean, word has auto save. Maybe if you, you have to enable it. I yeah. I remember. Like um, creating things in Photoshop or AutoCAD and your computer crashing, that's the worst because that is hours and hours of work. You gotta, you got to enable the autosave. That is like one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Whenever it, you're doing anything on the computer, it reminded me of like back in the day when like dial-up was like the internet connection, and you'd be like, it would take you like forty minutes to get like anything to load, yeah. and then as soon as you're like, okay, here we go, we're cooking with gas now, the phone would ring, 
and you'd have to reboot everything. And yeah. oh, it was so, I feel so old when I say that because I'm sure some people listening are like, what the hell is dial up? But like, no, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is definitely in that era. Um, and apparently Corey's, uh, term paper is on the space race. Um, so they're all, Amy and Alan are all like telling him about it and how important it was. And it was all about like a communist witch hunt. And of course Feeney comes in and they're all talking about how like, you know, the fifties aren't all they're cracked up to be. And Corey thinks that like, oh, it's such a simpler time. It must've been so much easier back then. Um, of course he plugs in the microwave and he's transported to the fifties in chubbies nonetheless. I, you know, Jess, I'm not going to lie. When you asked me, Chad, will you come back on the podcasting cover season three, episode 19 of Boy Meets World? At first I was like, why this episode? But then the more I watched it and the more crazy and ludicrous the show got, the more I thought, okay, this is why I was brought on for this episode. Yeah, this yeah. you and this episode are like a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous, the stuff that happens on this episode. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's wild. I can't even imagine, like, what's your, like, what's your reaction? You go to use your microwave, electrocuted, I'm in the 50s. Like, that's just... Yeah. Who pitched that to the Boy Meets World creative? I can I don't know. And I could tell you my reaction would not be what Corey's is. He's like so excited to be yeah. in the 50s in Ch- like Yeah. Sarah, tell me your reaction would not be elated. I would be like curious, but I obviously would want to, you know, get back home. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I kind of think of like Pleasantville and it's like Yeah. Gosh, like it's really like not comfy to go back to these these times where obviously everything was just so like messed up. Mm -hmm. But that's you know the fifties are what people think of like America in the golden ages. But I know, I know, but that's what the people want. They want to go back to the and it was all sorts of screwy. Yeah, there's so many backwards things in these times they don't get into every one of them on the show obviously because it is somewhat of a lighthearted show um but we do get to see at least some of the the issues after (laughs) i got done freaking out and then realizing holy shit i've discovered time travel i think my next move would be i'm going to place bets on every super bowl from now until i am no longer in this time and i'm going to be rich yeah i mean we do see Corey try to do that um, yeah. So, or at least buy stock, you know, similar, similar philosophy. Um, so he's in Chubbies. We see <laughs> Topanga's dancing. She looks very different than yeah. the Topanga we know. <laughs> Can you like, what was that? What, what are fifties dance moves? Like it's like a are, twist. It looks yeah, like a twist. Are a people, shuffle. are like generations from now, are they going to look back at like the wobble and like, dance moves from like our generation and go what in god's name are they doing i'm sure and what types of dances are going to be popular then that's like the entire time i just kept thinking like what we've everything's been thought of what is there to do now well i think it's just going to be the evolution of all the tiktok dances (laughs) brought to life can you imagine in like you know 2050 when are when we're like when when they're sitting in history class and they're learning about TikTok, how just odd that's going to sound to people. Oh, like goodness. it sounds odd to me now. I'm trying yeah. to be hip. 
I'm on the TikTok. I got stuck in um, Alabama Rush TikTok, quote unquote stuck. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's very weird, but it's kind of like how people think that like Zanga and MySpace is now like a thing of the past. Yeah. People don't get it. Time- They're like, why would you write? In a diary online on Zanga, because that was know. the thing to do. That was the thing to do. Yeah, I liked I liked to write on Zanga, and I would call my my posts Zanga Unchained, and I would <laughs> write Brad Pitt quotes <laughs> the entire time. Brad Pitzer <gasps> quotes. Yeah, Brad Pitzer quotes. Yeah. Um, so Topanga's hair is shorter. It's very high. It has a, a lot of height to it. Um, she yeah, has this a is wacky accent. Yeah, this is um, Tracy Turnblatt hair from Hairspray. Yes, very much so. Um, she has like this wild accent. She doesn't know Corey. Corey finds out it's 1957. He says, great Caesar's ghost. I've gone back in time. And he seems like super jazzed about it. Um, and then. See, like, 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 that, like that. I would shout great Caesar's ghost unironically. <laughs> If something shocking happened to me. Yeah. Like I literally said, I literally said, oh, my stars and garters a couple days ago while I was working. It just came out of my mouth. I didn't even know what I said. I was like, what was that? And then I said, I don't know. And then I said, my heavens, like almost immediately (laughs) after. My heavens. (laughs) My heavens. Like. Um, so Corey ends up at school. Uh, he sees Sean. Sean is like, I mean, honestly, his aesthetic isn't that much different. He has a leather jacket, some slacks. His hair, though, is very like slicked back, very like um, greaser vibes. Yeah, he looks like he's doing his best Harley Kinder impression. Yes, he does. And um, and Corey calls him Sean. He goes, it ain't Sean. It's Sean Z. <laughs> <laughs> Shanzi, Shanzi, um, Hunterelli. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Uh, he doesn't have any friends. He's a loner. Uh, we see Feeny, who also looks a little bit different. His hair looks to be like dyed, and he has like this mustache. That's I don't know. It, it's a look. Um, and uh, Corey says his name is Brad Pitzer, which of course is uh Brad Pitzer. <laughs> yeah, classic comedy. Love yeah. it. But he takes over, he takes the blame because Sean C was doing a prank on Feeny mm-hmm. with a bunch of ping pong balls. And Sean C's like, why'd you do that? He's Corey says, you know, like we've always done that. Um, that's what we mm-hmm. do for each other. We're here so for cute. each other. Yeah. Um, and then Topanga gets in trouble because her hair is too high and Feeny has a ruler and is measuring it. And it's, yes. a, it's, a, it's a hazard to all flying aircrafts. And she goes, if I see an aeroplane, I'll duck, all right? Yeah, I love aeroplane. <laughs> if I see an aeroplane, I'll duck. <laughs> you know what her accent reminds me of, Sarah? It reminds me of It Takes Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the one girl. Yeah. You know what I thought? Um, I, 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 I hear you. I agree. But also, I feel like, especially because she's going as T.L., it was giving me TK, TK vibes. Oh, oh, my, my last episode. We're going yeah. full circle. Yeah, full circle. See, uh, we are scheduling geniuses. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. I, I so, agree. I heard that too, especially because like her character in this episode was more of like a rebel like TK. So I saw that too. Um, I especially love the like uh, Feeny making her spit out the gum and it's like, ting! 
like when she spits it both times this episode. Was she? And then the only thing a... is, is she wasn't wearing any sex kitten sweaters. Oh my god! I <laughs> no, about where's the sex kitten? Where is it? Where are they? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I like how she puts in another piece of gum as soon as yes. Beanie makes her take it out. Yeah. That was a running, a funny running gag too. Yeah. And I love the, um, the name is TL is in tough luck for any sucker that don't know better. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then of course we have Turner I and mean, he is like, his is his first day at school. <laughs> he was my favorite. He's this like dressed episode. like very like nerdy ish. He can't control the classroom. Um, they're talking all about like, what will life look like in 40 years? Uh, and I love when he calls on Topanga and he goes, young lady, your hair is up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, even nerdy, still hot. Of course he, he is. is. I think he looks better. I oh, like this. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Yes. I was into yeah. it. I was, into I was it. very into it. The glasses. Hello. Yes. Zaddy-ish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shanzi doesn't know, doesn't have an answer. Uh, but Corey's like, oh, I've got this he's like in the future we're gonna have a man walk on the moon pizza will have cheese baked right into the crust and men and women will be equal partners in the workplace and the relationship uh sure i mean i don't know that we walked in the moon i'm a moon conspiracy theorist what, what about you chad <laughs> wait really what what have we stumbled into <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna say let's take let's let's stock down for a minute. Let's let's. I don't see any proof. Is this like is this a bit? I think it's or, a bit. I can't tell. Bit? She's smiling. Uh, it's, a, my, it's my favorite conspiracy. I'm a. I don't think cheese and crust exist. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Cheesy crust. What do you mean? I'm just cheese crust. crust. I had stuff for so long ago. Stuff I've worked pizza. in. I used to work in pizza. Uh, uh, I don't believe it. Wait, Pizza no. Hut? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that where you used to work? I was, <laughs> no, that was just me stammering because I was trying to still grasp my head around the, the mood conspiracy. Yeah. No, I worked for the Howie variety of my pizza. Okay, like I think that maybe it was filmed in a studio. Because I don't think they had capabilities. This is nonsense. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's, I because I, I think that it probably happened, but then why haven't we been back? See, I think the reason why we haven't been back is because there's a Yeti on the moon. Yeah, that and that's more logical than yeah. we, we and, filmed the yeah. landing on it. And us. he said, and he said, if you ever come back again, oh, to think again, then scared us. And that's why we've never been back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the Yetis. I'm just saying. And also, I think it's, I think that men generally still make more in the workplace. Oh. And I think that's an awful Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's unfortunately true. Yes. Corey had like a very idealized version of what the 90s looked like. Exactly. Um, Especially like, when we get to later, the way he describes it, I'm like, I yeah, shit to quibble with that, but yeah. Um, yeah. so they're all practicing. Um, they're ducking covers because of the atomic bombs. Um, and I love it's like okay, flash, and everybody gets under their desk, and he's like, "You're dead, Brad. <laughs> You're dead." <laughs> um, and he, uh, and yeah. So uh, Corey says the word "but," um, which is a no-no word. Who said "but"? Who said "uppe"? Who said "uppe"? Uh, Shanzi says he said it. And he says, it's what we've always done. And, of course, he gets yanked on the air, out of the room. 
Um, and this is when we see Corey trying to buy stocks for Xerox, um, an IBM, a Nikola share. He wants them all. Um, good investment, IBM, at that stage, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Xerox didn't even exist, apparently. No, no. Do you um, think? Do you think he was trying to get uh, into Bitcoin early? Yeah. The, the, he's like, "Where's deal. the Doge coin?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you just like, if you went back in time to the fifties, instead of like gambling on things that are going to happen, would you just beat people to the punch and just try to make things already? Mm. Um, I don't know because it depends on what you're making, right? Like, I don't, I don't know how to do like iPhones and shit. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I think I would go the route of buying stocks and, and betting on things because that is more of like it's less work, really. Yeah, I probably would too. But once I amassed a fortune, I think I would then be like, "All right, let's make Facebook." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I've had so many inventions that people steal. Nice. It's very frustrating. Like do what? They ta- <laughs> do they do they take them on the moon? Now I need more. Now I need examples. Okay. So <laughs> what did you like, invent? Okay, I invented um like tickets on your phone. I was like, they need to have like tickets, like tickets for the train on your phone, like an app. And then like a year later they came out with that. And then one time I invented um, like a Bluetooth phone and speaker system um, in your helmet for motorcycles, and it it existed Isn't that after dangerous? that. Because you can't hear I, vehicles around you. I don't know what to say. It exists. And, and I'm sure it exists. I mean, I have other inventions, but people keep stealing. Well, them. you better get to work on all of them before everybody steals every single one. I know. I know it's really can unfortunate. You, can you pitch us a current invention that you're working on mm-hmm. or have an idea for? No, because I, I just know they're going to steal it again. All the listeners will steal it. All the That's listeners. Yeah. Um, we see Eric. He looks like he could invent something. He's been accepted <laughs> to Harvard and Yale. They've asked him to teach. And if he needs that, warns him that there are no women at Harvard. And Eric says, good, I don't want to be distracted. So obviously we're in like you know, opposite land. What's yeah, this is, alternate universe Eric sucks. Well, that's the thing is Eric and Topanga are like complete opposites, but Sean is like the same. <laughs> so yeah. I understand. Well, and, and like, and like Turner's completely different too. Like yeah, Turner's it, different, but Feeney's the same. Yeah. So, like, it's like none Fe- of tracks. Well, I think this just proves that classic theory that uh, Sean and Mr. Feeney are actually time travelers. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, that classic so, boy meets world conspiracy. Yes, that's the one we've all heard of. Yes. Uh, so apparently Sean is being sent to reform school. So, sorry, Sean Z is being sent to reform school. Um, and uh, yeah, Corey realizes that this, the 50s aren't as perfect as he thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, Topanga says they should go to Slim's and get a burger, which I love the opposite of Chubby's. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Cute. Um, and he's like, well, why don't we go to the zoo and see the giraffes and then get some Rocky Road ice cream? And she's like, what do you think that I like those, them giraffes in the Rocky Road? It's like, I know you better than anybody else. Yeah. Like, this, this is weird, right? Can you imagine like you're living your time zone and just this random dude says, Hey, I'm your friend. And just like knows your deepest secrets. Like yeah. I wouldn't, 
I like if I was Sean Z and he's like, it's what we've always done. I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> like yeah. I never spoke to you in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially when he's looking at her with like the googly eyes and she's yeah. like, stop looking at me like that. You're giving me the heebie jeebies. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I'd be like, oh no, like gossip girls here. Yeah. They know everything. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like XOXO. I'd be Shanzi Sh- Hunterelli would be giving Brad Pitzer a swirly or something. Like yeah. shoving him into lockers. We do see him yeah. in a locker. Yeah. Um, so the Russians have launched a satellite and everyone's freaking out. They think it's an atomic warhead. Uh Corey realizes, of course, it's Sputnik. Um, but no one has any idea what the hell Sputnik is. Uh and he says Russians are doing space travel experience. He says where they're from, where he's from, no one worries about the space race. And so, of course, people think he's Russian and he's a spy. Yeah. At first I was like, well, that's a stretch. But then I really thought about it and I went, no, actually, I don't think that is a stretch. <laughs> like, like I, I, I think I would think that, too, if I would, if it's I was from that time. So. It. Yeah. It's the yeah. way he said where I'm from. Yeah. No one where I'm worried. from. My parents told me all about it. Yeah. All about it. It's just Sputnik. Um, yeah, and I guess, like, back in the day, everybody accused each other of being spies, right? Yeah, everyone thought everyone was, like, a communist yeah, yeah. spy. This is, like, this is, like, the advanced, um, uh, witch trials, when everybody thought everybody was yeah. a witch. It's yeah. like, oh, you're a communist Same now. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Chad, are you Russian? Um, I don't believe I am. Oh. Um, I am Russian and Romanian. I was rushing to get over here because I was running mm, late. Because you're a little <laughs> late. Yeah. 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 Um, so so I, I'm the spy. Yeah. I had to make a, a I had to make a, podcast. I had to make a white Russian at work today. There you go. Oh, I, don't really, go. I don't really like, uh, like alcoholic beverages that have milk in them. It's yeah. Weird. It's weird. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it either. Yeah. Not for me. Um, so Shanzi puts Corey in a locker um, and he's hidden away from everybody until the coast is clear. Then they mm-hmm. give him one of those mustache nose glasses things. Yeah. Oh, tell my me, favorite bit. I love that so much. Tell me why he legit looked like Eugene Levy after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the eyebrows, right? Like he needs those identical eyebrows. I I lost them in the move when I moved away from college, but I used to have a pair of those glasses in my in my apartment like wow surprising at all just to ha- just to have them yeah. and i would wear them like i would wear them out just because i thought it was funny like i'd like i'd like show up to like my work and i'd like take my actual glasses off and put those on and then go hi chad and i'd go i'm not chad <laughs> who am i i'm a mystery man and they'd be like chad you you, you do this like every tuesday please stop <laughs> yeah it's not surprising at all to hear that that's Thing that you would do, Chad. <laughs> um, so they get back to the Matthews residence. Uh, Shanzi and TL think that Corey's a spy, but Shanzi says they're friends now. Uh, and apparently the Harvard trained dogs are out for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Morgan, who's like a really well behaved child, and tells Corey that he's not allowed to have brownies before dinner. Just like, all right, Morgan, like, don't be a brat. Come on, let him have a brownie. He's had a hard day. Yeah. Um, and we see okay, Sarah, is this the guy from Happy Days? Yeah, this okay. is the father from Happy Days, Howard Cunningham. Okay. 
Oh, you Tom didn't know Bosley. that, Jess? I never watched Happy Days. I know it was like oh, a big never, show, but it never was not watched. something I watched. I mean, I wasn't a big I wasn't a big Happy Days uh, fan either, but I still knew who that was. I watched the Happy Days back in the day on the yeah. Nick at Night. Yes. Um, yeah, and then and then uh, yeah. So he this is this is also like very weird because like he's Morgan's dad, and at first he thinks that he's Corey's dad, but then Corey's like, "You're not my dad." And he's like, okay, then give me back my dime for your allowance. So now, like, they're not siblings and they're not dads. It's it's very weird, this, this it, track. It made no sense. But also, if you're an agent of chaos like myself, it made perfect sense. Yeah. So then Anson Williams comes in, who's um, Potsy from Happy Days. Mm-hmm. And then he's there. I don't know why he's there. I think he's there for the brownies. Um and then Morgan Hula Hoops. Like, it's... And it's, none this of this like, makes sense. It's yeah, like, I love it. Like, it's my, it's my, favorite, <laughs> this, it's my favorite part of the episode. Of course. <laughs> this this is like when you're dreaming and you're like, and then this happened and then like that happened and it was like so weird. It just like becomes like crazy. So then um, Morgan looks at the paper and he, she sees the headline, Curly-Headed Spy on the Lamb. Uh, and she goes, um, Daddy, you know, he's a spy. Yeah, it's so. a whole weird thing. And if it's very dreamlike because the the guy just he picks up the phone and says, FBI? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even dial anything. Um and he's <laughs> it's uh, like it's like the FBI called him. Yes, yes. Like, oh yeah, we can, he's here. <laughs> yeah, and Morgan's like, You're going to jail, spy. Um, and she's like, no, no, Morgan, he's still a guest until he's picked up by the police. <laughs> um, so Corey goes to jail uh, and he says he's from the United States. He has visitors. It's Alan and Amy. Uh, I think we'd know our own son. But of course, then they start talking in their Russian accents as Boris and Natasha. Um, I love this. Good. He knows our code names. And then she gives him a muffin and says, you need to be strong when they torture you. Um <laughs> I love this. I, I love this moment in the episode, especially I love their outfits. I think Amy and Alan look very cute as 50s Russian spies. And yeah. I think, and, and while this episode just makes no sense, it's like the, the timeline of Boy Meets World. And like, yeah. I I feel like this, and, and this scene in particular, must have been so much fun to just do. Like, yeah. like yeah. The, the, the actors in this scene look like they were having just a, so much fun doing this scene. Yeah, even even when like the the alarm goes off and everybody like goes inside the jail cell to like duck and cover, like just just a lot of fun. And then apparently it was Sean Z and TL who set off the alarm, and they have a new disguise for Corey. It's a chicken, a chicken head. Did you like the chicken head, Chad? Yeah, it reminded me of our high school mascot. Um, oh, the chickens. Yeah. Well, no, we were the Eagles, but oh. our mascot was just a bird head also. It was a person in normal clothing with the head of an eagle. <laughs> no. And that and that was the mascot. Why? They yeah. didn't spring for an outfit? My 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 freshman, my freshman and sophomore year, we had a full eagle. I know because I wanted to be the mascot. I tried that is out. Also not surprising. Yeah, yeah this track. Um 
But then, like my junior and senior year, I, I used to always make fun of us because I'm like, "Oh, we're we're too lazy to pony up." For like, what happened to the other half of the eagle costume? Somebody had to have stole it or something. Yeah, in it or something. Or peed in it? Is that is that what you? Yes. Somebody, well, somebody either stole it or peed in it. Those are the only two <laughs> possible. The only two options that make sense. It's one of those two, and nothing else could have happened to it. Do you think it. that's like a senior prank that went wrong? Like, peeing in the mascot I'm costume? No, not the peeing. Like the. Somebody took it. Oh, no. Like, I was thinking somebody, like, got drunk when they were the eagle and then, like, peed themselves in it. I yeah. think that makes sense. Uh, does it? <laughs> not, but in my head it made sense. Yeah, but, I and, mean. Like, can your school not afford another eagle costume? Well, like, now well, be... now they're no longer the eagles. Oh, what oh. are they now? Well, so, so my high school, we had two high schools in my town. One was Lapeer East and one was Lapeer West. And Lapeer East were the Eagles, and Lapeer West was the Panthers. And then two years after I graduated, they're like, yo, we're combining the high schools together. That's another Panthers. Well, no, they're the lightning bolts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That just got said of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, lightning yeah. Bolts. In Greek well, mythology, when the Panther gets with the Eagle, they always become the lightning bolt. Well, oh, it was funny. Just- it was funny, too, because like our high school was like, all right. Here are the choices. It's coming down to like the Griffins, which makes sense. It's a cat eagle <laughs> or the lightning bolts. Yeah. And I said, surely no one will take the lightning bolts. That'd be stupid. That'd be ridiculous. And sure enough. And so then like my brother's like senior year, they're the lightning bolts. And we we went to like that football game. My brother was in the marching band. So I went to see his and. And they unveil the new mascot. And I'm over here thinking to myself, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be like Thor, or like some like Greek god or a Viking. And I said, it's literally going to be a dude wearing a lightning bolt costume. Yeah. And sure enough, they go, all right, everyone, bolt up. We're in the strike zone. Give it up for Larry the lightning bolt. Larry and I'm like, as a lightning bolt I, I said, I hate this. And yeah. this guy shows up. Literally wearing a lightning bolt as a costume. Oh, and man. and everyone was like, what do you think of this, Chad? And I went, I'm shocked. Ba-dum-ksh. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I liked that. that was a dad joke. I liked that. Good. No, but the lightning bolt stuff is terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't even know what the, uh, let's see, you. Uh, the chicken head costume. No, yes, okay. but I was trying to think of a segue of like Shanzi's makeout pad. You, you know, you feel lightning when you kiss people at Shanzi's makeout. Yeah, pad. sometimes, sometimes when you make out with someone, there's sparks. There you go, lightning, sparks. Shanzi's makeout pad. Uh, yeah. He doesn't use it much. Um, and there's a girl there. He starts making out with her. Uh, Corey tries to prove to TL that he is from the future because he says, "My mom writes my name on my underwear," and of course, he's wearing Eric's underwear. Um, TL says, it doesn't matter where you're from. What matters is that you're here. Uh, TL admits she does like giraffes. And sometimes she drowns her sorrows in Rocky Road ice cream. Would you look at me that way? I don't like. And then they, they kiss a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hear on the radio, the manhunt for Brad Pitzer is still on. Uh, so he needs to find the wise man at Chubby's to figure out a way to get home. Yeah. Yeah. What did you but think this- of this version of Eli with his bongos? Oh, I like Eli with his bongos. What I don't like is that Corey says, where I come from, people aren't worried about bombs, satellites, Russian spies. It's a problem, sure, but most people get along. 
Yeah, that's nonsense, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this I hate to like, break it to you, Corey, but those problems still exist, and we're 30 years later than when you were. But Yeah, then. yeah. the entire time I was watching, I went, eh, that hasn't aged well. No. That don't think that aged no. well then. No, no. So, yeah, we got Eli and his bongos. Um, I love bongos. Yeah, they're totally a vibe. I have a pair of bongos. No. Oh. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Well, I guess they're at my parents' place, but I had a pair. Oh. And then we have, we got the wise man who does not have bongos. Mm-mm. And he gives advice. Um, he says, you know, there's no place like home. Clip <laughs> uh, your ruby red slippers. Yes. Go find a microwave. Plug it in. You'll be back to, to your house in no time. Um, but of course... Corey can't find a microwave in 1950. Um, but there is a jukebox. Uh, so Corey says bye to Shanzi and TL. Uh, TL says she can make it worth his while and they kiss again. Um, the sirens are going off. And uh, this is when Eric finds him. Spy, spy, spy. Um, but Corey wakes up. He's on the couch and he says, I'm not Brad Pitt. Um, I love Morgan just being like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy Morgan is great. Gotta admit, yeah. I'm enjoying her. Yeah. So um, this dude was on, um, obviously he's Mr. Miyagi from yeah. The Karate Kid, but he was also in Happy Days. He played um, oh, who knew? Matsuo Arnold Takahashi on happy days so it made sense like yeah. if you didn't know that it'd be like why is the wax on wax off guy there which he was exactly say, my reaction which yeah, is exactly what i was wondering. wax on wax off and you know, right I, but it makes sense because he's also in happy days mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. it guess it makes sense i'm trying to justify it it doesn't what a, make sense what a wild show happy days must have been they've got one of the best theme songs in the history of television fair yeah. enough very good theme yeah. song yes yeah, yeah. Um, but I still still have seen not one episode. It was I remember it used to be on a Nick at night, but like it was after the shows I watched. So like I was going to bed when Happy Days was coming on. Is what I remember. Like, I yeah. feel like it was like the like, ten o'clock mark or something. Yeah. Also, um, speaking of like Happy Days, and I, it's something I wanted to talk about at the beginning of the episode, but then forgot. Did you guys have sock hops when you were in school? What is yeah. a sock hop? Yeah, it was. It's a fifties themed party like a mm. 50s themed dance and yeah we would have sock ops where you just like dress like in 50s garb usually you would do you, you know, not wear shoes uh no you wear I don't shoes know why it's called a sock why is it called a sock hop you probably did take off your shoes uh, in the hop i would never go uh, to an event where the theme is everyone's going to dress up and be hot and sweaty. Oh, also, we're not wearing shoes. So the term came about because dancers were required to remove their hard-soled shoes to protect the varnished floors of the gymnasium. Mm. Mm. There you go. Oh, we didn't yeah, really have home. any. We might have had, like, one, but I don't really remember going to any in my high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Corey wakes up from this fever dream and everybody's there and like Corey are you okay and he's like Shanzi you're here and he's <laughs> like where is she where is she I know she's here and of course Topanga's there she got the ice pack you know Corey's 
crushing hard. This is so strange because like we'll get to it because we're going to we're covering two episodes this this podcast like to go from this where he's like kissing Topanga in the 50s and like he seems to have unresolved feelings for her at the end of this episode. The next episode, it's like it didn't even happen, (laughs) which it didn't. But his feelings are still there. It's just yeah. strange. Uh, and she says, you're giving me the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that in the episode, in episode 21, we will see a continuation of Corey having feelings for Topanga. So it's not the the end, um, but it's, it's, it's a setup. So um, in the end scene, Corey is on the laptop. Um, this old like gray laptop and the batteries are low once again always you gotta plug it in mm-hmm. you gotta plug it in and he plugs it in and gets shocked again stop using that outlet for I god's know, sake i know he's worried that he's you know transformed but everybody remembers him so he feels safe and then all of a sudden future feeny comes <laughs> in his space suit <laughs> He's like, I've got the Earth alien. I'm gonna beam him up. Um, I I liked Future Feeny. Yeah, can I get a spinoff show of like Space Force Feeny? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't watch it, but apparently Corey mentions Captain Feeny in the Girl Meets World episode, Girl Meets Upstate. So if wow. anybody wants to go and check that out, oh, that's my favorite Girl Meets World episode. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I remember it well. Yeah, all all of them really are my favorites. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to really pick just one. Just, yeah. Jess, so, what about you? What's your favorite episode? I haven't watched it, and I will not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it shouldn't have been made. The story was done. It didn't need to happen. Well, it could have been made, but just better. Yeah, that that's fair, too. Um, yeah. What did you think of this episode, Chad? How do you feel about it? Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. It's silly. And it's my jam. Like, I liked it. Um, honestly, I think I like the other episode better. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, the best thing about Boy Meets World, and it's, it's like the best, but it's also the most frustrating thing about Boy Meets World, is they do such a good job of, like, progressing characters and fleshing out characters yeah. and, and growing them. But then also with certain characters, they they bring back the same hurdles that have like and, and Sean Sean in particular is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like Sean Sean has so much growth, but also at the same time doesn't grow at all because yeah. he's always he's always that oh I'm just the kid from the trailer park and and no one ever likes me and I'm always counted out and he does that. Literally until like the last season of the show. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just like, oh my God, Sean's having a moment again. Like Sean would be exhausting to be friends with. Um, It's a little emotional. Yeah. But I still like a lot of the Sean and Turner um, stuff. It Mm -hmm. was probably some of my favorite stuff about the show. So anytime I get some of that, I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. This, this episode was like very silly. I don't mind it as a one-off. Um, but like, I don't know. It does feel like, uh, a bit, I don't want to say useless. I guess it it just feels like a bit strange. Like it's better than, um, like the Cory werewolf one for sure. Right. No, or it's, 
Or it's better than the later season where Corey goes back in time again. Yeah, Only like, this time it's like the 20s. Yeah, like it's fine as like a one-off. I think it's silly, like the Shanzi of it all, the TL stuff, like Topanga's ridiculous outfit, or excuse me, uh, well, outfit, but also accent when nobody else has a wild accent like that. Um, I appreciate it for that, but I, I tend to agree that like the next episode – while frustrating, I think I appreciate more because it's it does dive into that that deeper stuff with Sean. Sarah, what did you think? Well, I remember these episodes always being such an event on TGI Fridays yeah. because they really hyped them up and they had like a lot of not I don't I was looking it up and I don't think this one had it, but oftentimes they had all of the shows on the TGI Friday lineup be themed episodes. So the uh, one yep. where he goes back and he's like a war vet, <laughs> that one, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch had it and like the other shows, it was like a big thing. And then like the Halloween episodes, mm-hmm. usually that was a big event where all the TGI Friday lineup shows. So it was always exciting to get these like genre episodes like or like these alternate reality or dream episodes and that kind of is like a ongoing theme throughout the series that we'll continue to see so it's exciting because it's our first one like this Mm -hmm. besides i guess the werewolf episode is the other one that like is kind of like this but but that one is not as good as this one no 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 um so i liked it i liked it for what it was um I thought that it was fun, and I think that um, I I agree. I like that it's like a one-off. Like we'll just like you know wipe our hands clean of it, and we won't think of it yeah. after this. Yeah. Um. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, let's get to um, let's get to our next episode. We were already kind of talking about it a little bit. Uh, episode twenty. I never sing for my legal guardian. Um, so we're we're in school. Sean and Corey are going to be late for class. Um, court or uh, excuse me, Sean is on the phone trying to like leave or check his voicemails because he's trying to see if Chet has left him any messages. And this is not the first time that like this has come up this season. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, Chet apparently had said he was on the way his way to see the Pope. Um, and so Sean is like very frustrated. He hasn't been hearing from Chet. And uh, Corey says there's a problem with Sean that goes beyond puberty. Um, I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Oh. It's such a stupid joke, but the yeah, I things. actually I have um in IMDb apparently Ben Savage hates saying the word puberty, so he like actually said it like that wasn't like written in the script. He actually said that, and what? Turner's reaction to it was genuine. He was like puberty. 
Apparently, he hates the word puberty. But how is oh. puberty better? <laughs> I don't. I think it. It's like less like I don't know puberty. I don't know. Like apparently, it makes Ben Savage feel more comfortable. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna say something, but I don't. It's a family podcast, so it's not, it's not a family, family podcast. Po- I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What would make you feel sillier saying puberty or yeah. puberty? Oh yeah, yeah. both like, are bad. Which vulgar think, word boys, is like, like poo? Boys love saying talking about poo. As a, as, a, as a as a boy, I not I, I try to avoid. Any, oh, you don't any, like the poo? Any, any poop talk? <laughs> you don't like the poo? <laughs> I don't like the poo. I'm not. Like, I, I, say, um, I I pass on the poop. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that like both are kind of silly, but I I, I understand. Um, Turner doesn't think Chet is coming back anytime soon. His calls are coming uh, fewer and farther in between. And apparently, a few months ago, he sent paperwork to Turner to make uh, Turner Sean's legal guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't done anything with it yet. We'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. To say. Um, and Turner says it's already tough enough living in a really small apartment. Um, so they talk about potentially like looking for bigger places and Corey owes Turner 40 bucks. So he pays him back. Yeah. Because he like went into his ATM account Ridiculous. and stole $40 from him. That's, that's not right. No. It's not right. Uh, we have Turner and Sean are getting back from looking at new apartments and apparently Sean didn't like any of them. None of them were good enough for him. What do we think this is about? Like, Chad, do you think it's just a matter of, like, he doesn't want to move again? Like, he wants to be in a permanent spot his next time moving, and he still has, like, hope his dad is coming back? Like, what is the thing with this? I think that's exactly it. And I think I – don't, I don't even – I always kind of thought it as – I think deep down, Sean n- knew or at least, like, thought my dad's not coming back. And while he's still holding up hope because it is his dad – I do think he's like, no, I, I want to go somewhere that's permanent. I want my next spot to be the spot. I'm sick of floating around and moving. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was doing that way. And I think he just really wanted – Sean just wants some male figure in his life to own up and say, I'm your dad now, Sean. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. he just wants – whether it's Chet, whether it's um, whether it's Turner, whether it's Mr. Matthews, whether it's Feeney, you know, whether, whether it's the dude from Chubby's. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, uh, Minkus, whether it's I'm just naming male people on the show now. He just wants somebody to take it to take charge and give Sean a place to live. Yeah, yeah, and it's tough. Like he he's so picky. He doesn't like any of these places. We say Eli coming in, he gets hit on by one of the tenants. Um, Corey comes in with like all these. He's like, I got them to throw in new carpet, and he's like showing him all these samples. Corey's very cute in this episode. Um, yeah, I love Corey as the real estate agent. He, I love that too. It cracks me up. It it, it fits him, you know. Um, and uh, Corey loves the idea of Turner and them moving into a new apartment together. But Corey, Sean's just like, well, everyone's talking about me like I'm not here, so I might as well not be. He leaves in a huff, and Corey runs after him. He says, "I have a linoleum that will knock your socks <laughs> off." Like, like I would say, like. I would say that. Like, who doesn't love some linoleum? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, vinyl I feel like I like better than linoleum, but I don't know that they had vinyl a lot in, in the 90s, so. Um, and we're uh, we're back at school. Eric's rushing to lunch. Uh, this is this kind of this B plot of the, the episode. Uh, Feeney loves the pep in his step, but he doesn't realize that Eric is on his way to lunch. He thinks he's going to class. Uh, and Eric got a D on his paper for Feeney. It's like... 
I don't understand. I thought Eric was doing better in school and we don't really get an explanation on like what he did wrong besides when he was in fifth grade, he took a ride in the dryer. Um, Sarah, did you like the joke of, uh, yeah, but my hair would have been like Corey's if I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I did like that joke. Yeah. I really, really did. (laughs) Uh, So I I thought that was very funny. I, I, I would like to know why. Eric's paper on European monarchies just like got to a D, but um, nonetheless, so he wants to redo the paper and then Feeney's like, I have a better idea for you. Why don't you um, try tutoring? And Eric's like, well, all the tutors agreed not to work with me anymore. He's like, no, Eric, you can be a tutor. We don't, don't you remember last time when the tutor was like trying to cheat with you, Eric? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eric should be allowed nowhere near any f- tutoring of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so now he's gonna work with Jeff Lacey, who or, or, appears- or should we call it pootering? Pootering. <laughs> oh, no. Perfect. Um, who is like a jock? He has twenty college scholarships um lined up for his sportsman stuff and he needs a seat <laughs> for his what sportsman his sports stuff. he's sportsman he's a great stuff. he's a great sportsman he's like he's sportsman. a very good he's a very good sport yes. a horrible athlete but god damn is he a good sport <laughs> well sometimes all you need is like a hype oh person on your team you he know needs a good sportsman yeah it's like good he like this guy's like hey guys you can do it <laughs> he's like i can't do it but you can and it's like oh we and yale's like and yale's like you're goddamn right we can come to yale <laughs> come to i yale. just love the idea of like you know feeney talking to or like the guidance counselor talking to this guy's parents and like oh he needs a tutor okay great who's his tutor oh this guy who's like barely has a c average is gonna be your son's tutor Right, but he, all he needs is a C average, and like that's good enough. Yes, yeah, but you, a, like you don't have someone with a C average tutoring somebody. No, I'm okay with this. If I like, listen, I was a moron in high school, and I would have loved if uh, if somebody with like a B average tutored me. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I would, I would love that. I've been like, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, realistic expectations for everybody. So Eric wants to know what's in it for him. Like, you know, Jeff Lacey is gonna get. A scholarship and yep. then he's gonna get to college and become a pro um and feeney's like the joy of helping somebody learn and he's like um eric says but there's no money in it and feeney says ah you get used to it for <laughs> teachers oh yeah as somebody who went into college wanting to be an educator like a teacher like i feel mm-hmm. that that hit me right in the gut mm-hmm. yeah yeah now i'm a bartender <laughs> where we are probably making much better no, money actually you just got with a tips. New job chad you just got promoted true i did there you I go did. see successful yes. we love it yes we love it we love to see it yeah um yeah. so Corey asks if sean's decided about the condo yet uh sean says there's not going to be a move he's sick of moving he wants his next move to be the last one and Corey says, well, Turner's a great friend. And Sean says, yeah, a friend. Like, he wants family. He wants a father. Yeah. He doesn't want a temporary solution. Yeah. Um. So we're at Turner's, and Turner's making dinner. Eli's, like, tasting it. But Turner's, like, t- wound very tightly. Um. And he says, in 48 hours, he's going to be Sean's legal guardian. He says, it's what he needs. And this is the statement I have an issue with. I take issue with this statement. He says, I've gone this far. I might as well go the distance. 
I really don't like yeah. this. Might as well. Like that does yeah. not sound like someone who's like, I'm committed to raising this kid, you know? Right. It goes back to his commitment issues. It doesn't it does. only have to do with women. It has to do with um, committing to family, committing to Sean. Like he has commitment issues. It is deep rooted in him and mm-hmm. he can't, I, I feel like it's just, it's not like he doesn't want Sean to be there, but making it official for Turner means it's permanent and that yeah. scares him. So it's like, and it's the same thing with all the girls that he goes out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really like the Will Turner, Sean stuff. And the more I watch, cause I go back and I watch this show a few times as an adult, like on a binge. And I just, you know, it's like, I, I really wish this was handled differently in the show as far as like i wish they would have expanded on it i wish turner did more in like later seasons i wish because i I think there's i think i think this this entire story arc just feels rushed to me and in 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 later episodes too maybe you'll you'll agree the more when you guys watch it and it rejogs your memory i just feel like there was more story to tell here. Yeah. Turner wasn't done yet. And I know they go back and visit him again at Girl Meets World, but like, I don't care about that. Like there was so yeah. much more to Sean and Turner as both characters. And I just feel like they rushed it. And I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. It just feels very strange that this is the way it ends. Um, and I agree. Like, I don't, I like Chet and I, I mean, I don't like Chet, but I like, I like him as a character. I like that he returns and everything, but I wish they would have handled this a little bit better. Yeah. Um, because we saw like so much with Turner and Sean and their growth and everything and like how they needed each other. Right. They both were what each other needed at that time. Um, and it just feels like the show does Turner a disservice in this, in this episode. Um, so Sean comes home. He's supposed to be at the Matthews, um, but he, he was tired. He just wanted to come home. Uh, Turner has a date, though. Um, but he's like, you know, I can stretch it three ways if you want. Um, he gets mail. Sean gets mail from his dad, from Chet. And apparently he's at a truck stop that's only 50 miles away. And Sean mm-hmm. is very frustrated because, he ha- you know, Chet has not come to see Sean. And he's 50 miles. 50 miles is so close. Yeah, that's so close. It is so messed up. It's messed up that Chet hasn't come to see Sean. In my opinion, it's also messed up that Turner hasn't offered to bring Sean to see Chet. He has a fucking motorcycle. Why are you not offering to drive him there? Am I right, Chad? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, I actually never even thought of it on that end of the coin. Like, I'm I'm always just like... and, and, And... and I also, in later seasons too, I also really love the Chet growth also. Like, yeah. I really like what they do with Chet. He does get, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll see in later episodes. But, like, they do something with him. So, like, I like to see that too. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's so weird. I just thought this entire thing could have been handled differently. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It really could have been. I feel like they could have handled it more delicately than they did. Um. So, yeah. So, uh so he gets right so he throws away the mail he says the least he could do his visit uh and turner says to sean like oh well in 48 hours you're gonna i'm gonna be your legal guardian and sean says oh well i thought you know you did that months ago and Turner's like oh yeah i got the paperwork i just never got around to filling it out and it's like i totally am with sean here Sean's yeah no me too upset like yeah you waited months months i've been living with you for months and you just have been hanging on to this paperwork like, this is his life this is sean's life and yeah. you've just been hanging on to paperwork for it. Yeah, never got around to it. Yes. It's no, he couldn't commit, right, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's definitely alarming 
for Sean because, you know, it's like who's taking care of him? Like who's looking out for this kid? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like he put all of his trust in Turner to take like you know do the right thing and be there for him and he it's almost like you know he wasn't able to you know fully commit to this or Mm -hmm. fully give his full self in and it's frustrating and surprising for sean and i feel really bad for him and he's just you know he says it later on but he's just feels like he's just being like pushed from place to place and there's nowhere that he's feeling like he has his home and he's a burden to everybody i feel really bad for him yeah and he he he's like he he leaves he's like i'm done then yeah i don't blame him um so quick interlude here to chubbies eric is quizzing jeff uh he sucks at you know studying girls ask if that's jeff horse outside you know they all fit in the porsche the girls can sit on your lap eric is in blah 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 it's like a quick scene it, who cares really honestly well i i mean yeah there's a couple of funny lines i liked he's like who painted the sistine chapel and he says michelangelo uh, michelangelo meaning like the turtle mm-hmm. but he actually got it right i thought that was funny yeah, it just, I guess, it's like the same thing I have the problem with in other episodes where it's like these heavier mm-hmm. episodes, I don't really care about these B-plots that really don't matter. It's nice for Eric, right? The ending is nice for Eric, but in in the short term, I'm just like, all right, let's get back to the, like, let's get back to the Sean stuff, you know? Right. Um, I hear you. Yeah, so we're we're back at the Matthews. Eric is upset. He says, what a waste of time. Uh, and Corey says, the football here is being <laughs> tutored by a cheese head. We have a lot of slapping going on in this show, Sarah. There's always someone who's been slapped. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't like the hitting. We've talked about this. This has been an issue since season two. A lot of hitting, slapping, bopping. Don't mm-hmm. love it. Um, so, so, yeah. Amy and Alan are like, we're really proud, but, like, we're confused why you're a tutor. Like, can we be sued for this? I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get Sean coming in asking if Amy and Alan can leave their kitchen. But the thing is, is that they literally physically can't leave their kitchen. They are stuck in the kitchen for all of season three. Well, Chad. they were in they the can't living room leave. for like five seconds last episode. <laughs> Do you think, Ch- Chad, that they are like literally confined with chains or something to the kitchen that they cannot leave? Yes. I think what happened is I think at some point um, they've been cursed. And cursed. I think that is the curse, the the, the curse of the kitchen sink demon. And it's ever they, since uh, Alan bought that garbage disposal, yeah, the curse of the trash compactor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, the trash compactor, now they're yes. compacted into the kitchen. <laughs> I just hope in season four they leave the kitchen. Yes, it'd be funny if like they like walk out of the kitchen, walk into like the like the living room, and they go, ah, that's what we painted it. It'll be funny if they walk out of the kitchen and then they find themselves back in the kitchen. <laughs> they're like, no, how do I get out of And Alan's just like, can just electrocute me with the microwave and end this madness. <laughs> um, oh, no. So Sean asks Corey what he's doing tonight. Uh, Corey says he has a listing, but he's free after seven. Yeah, he's showing a three-bedroom apartment I at love 7.30. It. I love this for him. Uh, <laughs> and Sean, uh, so Sean wants to go visit Chet. 
Um, and Corey's like, oh, how are we all going to fit on Turner's bike? And Sean's like, oh, Turner doesn't know. And Corey's like, no, 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 no. I'm not having any of this. And of course, the Thank next goodness. scene we see is Sean at the police station. Yeah. Um, how does Sean even know how to ride the bike? Uh, he probably doesn't. That's the most dangerous part. But again, another problem I have in this episode. So Turner picks him up um, and he says, you know, that was a stupid, dangerous stunt you pulled. You could have hurt someone. And then instead of saying you could have hurt someone or yourself, he says you could have hurt someone and I'd be legally responsible. Mm. Like, I just hate that. he. This like this is not the time. Like, I feel like like that's later you know what i mean like keep Mm -hmm. that to yourself even if that's something you're thinking no the really thing that is concerning is that sean could have seriously been injured he's on a motorcycle he doesn't know how to ride a motorcycle he could have killed himself you know what i mean like i feel like it's not the time to say like oh i'm legally responsible for you it's more of i care about you and your well-being yeah and i mean and sean even reacts to that too right like he's just like yeah like you know it's very yeah no that should uh, Turner continues to take L's in this episode. Yeah. Sarah, did this bother you too? Yeah, I it, it really did. I mean, he's thinking about himself. He's thinking about how his life can be affected. He's worried about his bike. You know, mm-hmm. he's worried about the wrong things. And once again, with the words that he uses, he just makes Sean feel like he's a burden and not welcome in Turner's home anymore. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. And he's basically like, you know, is that, you know, what your problem is with me? Like, you just don't want to be legally responsible for me. And he and Turner's like, that was a cheap shot. He was like, well, why are you taking your sweet time filling out the guardianship? It's my life. You got your life. My dad has his life. I feel like I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it's. It's sad. It's really sad to watch this happen because Sean is obviously like crying out for help and it just yeah. doesn't seem like Turner's really understanding what's going on here. Yeah. Um. So we see Sean bringing a ton of stuff to Corey's house to store. Um. He says he's moving in with his Uncle Mike. We love Uncle Mike. Um. He says, I want to be back home with family. Uh, and Corey's like, oh, I thought you wanted I thought you were like you didn't want to move again. He's like, yeah, but I need I need to be with family like this is the time. Like okay, we don't know how Turner feels about this, but all right. Um, Alan and Amy are asking how studying with Jeff was. Eric says he's frustrated with trying to tutor Jeff. Uh, he can burp through his ears, apparently. Ew, that's that's an incredible talent. <laughs> it's disgusting. That you learn that when you're a sportsman. Yes. <laughs> what they teach in locker rooms how to burp through yeah. your ears he may not be that that much of an athlete but by god can he belch through his earlobes <laughs> uh he says the kid has 20 colleges begging him to go there and i have none uh and uh eric says, maybe i have skills i don't know about and he shoots an apple into the sink and breaks a window um yeah. so he has to yeah, pay we have to pay window. for that yeah, yeah. Uh, so Corey talks to Alan and Amy and he in the kitchen, the kitchen, of course. Uh, and he says that when Eric goes off to college, his room's going to feel very empty. Uh, so he says, you know, maybe can Sean can stay here. And, uh, Alan says, you know what? This isn't his home either. What does Sean's dad have to say about all this? If Sean were my son, I'd like to be consulted about his future. Okay, but Alan, but if Sean were your son, you wouldn't have just fucking abandoned him somewhere. Oh no, never. He wouldn't, he would absolutely you know? never. Like, yeah. Why should Chet get a fucking say in any of this at this point? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I think 
so many people were just being so stupid and inconsiderate. <laughs> it's just like just yeah. ah, to think about what Sean wants. Talk yeah. about think about Sean Z Hunterelli. What does he want to do? He just wants to be at a place where he doesn't feel like he's a guest. He yeah. wants a permanent home. And it could have been Turner's. It really could have. But he kind of blew it because he sucks and he has commitment issues. And he can't even be there for his little buddy. Yeah. Um, so is this when uh, Corey and Topanga take the bus to the truck? Yes. The truck stop to talk to Chet? Yes. This seems like dangerous too. So like, and also why couldn't like Sean and Corey take the bus? Why yeah. was what Topanga could, yeah. is involved here? I don't yeah. know why Corey didn't take why Sean to see his own yeah, father. Right. Why couldn't Corey just be like, hey, instead of risking your life on a bike, why don't we just go to the why don't we just go to the truck stop and talk to him there? Like, makes, why don't like? Let, yeah, none of this makes sense. Besides, to like have a scene with Topanga in it, even though all the chemistry they were talking about last episode is like not really here this episode. <laughs> um, but Topanga's like not really happy about going there. Um, and uh, it's dirty and creepy. You no, know, it is creepy. Um, they eventually find. Uh, well, sorry, Corey dances with this woman. Um, and very strange. Again, he's like, what, 15? Like, it's kind of creepy. Uh, and uh, do you think this is a productive use of our time, Corey? And they get the whole, would you like to step outside? Yeah, I would. And so they go off and Corey thinks they're going to like fight or something. Um, but too late because Chet's already out of the back. He's, he cooks for the, for the truck stop. Um, and he's, this is so nasty. He's eating a thing. He doesn't even know if it's pie. Gross. <laughs> Gross. So nasty. Yeah, but the way he delivered the, the line was funny. Yeah, pie? No, I mean, do you ah. think it's pie? <laughs> um, so apparently he has to get money because he's paying off parking tickets. Uh, and we learn that Chet thinks that Sean is better off with Turner. He says, and Corey says, Sean needs family. But Chet says he thinks he's better off where he is now. Um... And Corey's like, you know what? If you love him, you'll come back for him. You know, he needs you. It's like, I don't know. I feel like this shouldn't be such a hard decision for Chet. He lives literally 50 miles away right now. Pay off your parking tickets at home with Sean. Like, I don't understand. You could get help. Like, people would help you out financially if you really needed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what, like, what is the issue? Like, your car's totaled? Like, you're, like, you don't have a ride? Like, yeah. there, there's, there's something, yeah, yeah, no, these are just excuses. I don't understand what he means by, I love him so much, I can't go back. Like, is he just think that Sean's, like, I don't know, disappointed in him or something? Sarah? I think, I think, I think it's a shame, oh, sorry, I'm not no, saying, no, but ahead, I think, but I, but I think it's a shame thing. Like, yeah. I can't go back, not because he wouldn't want me to, but because I can't look the kid that I abandoned in the eyes and be like, Hey, I'm here again. Like, yeah, I think that's what it's always. Yeah. 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 I think that he's ashamed as well. I think that maybe he feels like if he doesn't get Verna back, then it was all for nothing. So he has to like put up a show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, he doesn't want to come back. I don't think like he's, I think he's going to pay his parking tickets and then go back out. Verna. He had no intention of going home to Sean at all. Yeah. Um, Topanga and the woman come back in, and she's going to apparently tease Topanga's hair. They're, like, buddies now. Uh, Topanga's hair teased would look – oh, my God, she has so much hair. It would look so bad. Um, and it would be, like, snarls for days. Uh, so we're back at school, and Eric says uh, – is talking to Feeney. He says he worked hard with Jeff, but Jeff didn't want to learn. Apparently, Jeff got a C plus, though, and Eric got an A. 
But he doesn't. Wow. An A what? <laughs> you didn't. You didn't put what? A, a what? <laughs> yeah, you got to finish your sentence, Feeny. <laughs> I don't um, like how Feeny cuts off Eric's excitement. Like, let him have his speech, Feeny. You know, he earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that he, you know, I think like an, an A is a really big deal. And I think that um, I also think it's funny that Feeney's pretending like this isn't one of his long cons. He's like, oh, yeah, that yes. just worked out. Come on. This is such a Feeney con right here. Class, classic Feeney con. Classic, classic Feeney con. Yeah, no, this was all part of uh, the Jedi Knight uh, lesson that. Uh, Master Feeney needed to teach Padawan Will, uh, Eric. <laughs> yeah, uh, you sly, sly dog, you. Um, so of course, Sean is back at the police station. Uh, interest. I don't understand this. So apparently, Sean moved out of Turner's, but Mike's trailer is gone. So like, right. I don't understand how Turner like. So they must have dropped him off or something. He just left him there without the trailer there. And then Sean was sleeping. No, in the I park? think that Sean walked. I don't think that Turner knows where Sean is. Did he not have the whole discussion about moving back in with um No, I think Mike that he just Turner? left. No, I think that they're in like a fight and they, he just like he's oh been like God. on the run. Yeah, it could yeah. be one of those things where it's like, Well, I'm gonna go live with Uncle Mike and then like storms yeah. out and then goes and then is like, Oh fuck, Uncle Mike's not here right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just gonna sleep on the ground and he got picked up by the police. And you know, guess who's there? Chet. Yeah. And and the sad thing is, like at first, Sean's like, "Oh my gosh, you're here for me! Like you're yeah. going to bail me out. You're going to bring me home with you." And he's like, "No, like I got arrested because of my parking tickets." And then guess who is there? Turner. Turner shows up, bails Sean out, um, bails Big uh, Hunter out. Yeah. Uh, because and and you know basically he's like. Turner's like, I know like this is what's right because it's what you want. You want to go home with your family. And I see it in your eyes that this is the right decision. And like, you know, this was how it was meant to be. It wasn't supposed to be permanent, but you know, my couch or bed or apartment's always open for you. And I, I just think this is a little bit rotten because Yeah, yeah like I it leaves around. me feel it leaves me not feeling happy. No, and, yeah. it's, and it makes me feel so bad for Sean and, like, I hate everybody else because yeah. Chet says, oh, there's nothing here for me. What? Literally, your son is here. I don't yeah. understand how you don't, how you don't, like, how you even say such a thing. Yeah. You know? I wonder if the show is trying to tell us that we should be happy, though, because he's back with his dad. Like, I what do you think the show wants us to be happy. They want us to be happy. But we have different goggles on now. Like, all of us feel very icky about this. We all rather him be with Mr. Turner. I, yeah, I think that, like, he, what he needs is a stable home and a stable environment. And Turner was providing that if he would have just signed the damn papers. Whereas Chet is completely unstable, unreliable, has to be begged to come home and take care of his own son instead of chasing his wife, who he's been chasing for an entire year, who obviously gives no fucking shits about him, you know, or right. her son. It's just right, like yeah. bad all around for poor Sean, who basically is just begging people to care about him. And it's really sad to watch. I don't know. Yeah. I'm mad at everybody no. except Sean. Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. I just feel like this entire, yeah. like, but, and, and, and this is it, right? Like, this is the end of, like, the Eric, the Eric, the Sean Hunter or Turner arc. And it's just like, I just feel so 
Yeah, about it. Yeah. So Turner's still in season four, but I guess they're just living separately. Yeah. Because we know that he moves back in with his parents, and we even see Verna next season, his mom. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is it. And yeah, I just don't feel right about it. No. And honestly, this also makes me, like, not really... Like, like you go in thinking, oh, he needs to stay with he needs to stay with Turner. But then at the end, you're like, I don't like either of these men. Yeah. And Sean should just they should just stay with the Matthews. But even then, it's like, but I don't know about like yeah. that either. Like, yeah, no, it's because like the they sh- were kind of brought into Sean too. They were. No one has been the best to Sean. I mean, they like offered to have him stay with them, but I didn't. We didn't like how he, they handled that either because they said all this stuff in front of Sean, and it made him feel like very guilty about it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just I think close. the show wants us to be very happy for Sean and like happy in this moment, but it really like puts a damper on it when you think about how Turner and Chet are handling this, and he's he's a fifteen year old kid, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if it would have been like, if it would have been like, Sean is in jail, and then Chet shows up and says, I'm here to bail my boy out of jail, mm-hmm. and then you're coming home with me, because damn it, Sean, I'm your dad. And then yeah. it was like, oh, Corey talks some sense into Chet, and now Chet's like, okay, yeah. I can feel good about that. Then we get the warm um, fuzzies, yeah. Also, my Chet impression is pretty spectacular. Yeah, no, I, I liked good. it. That was That's very like, good. You know what? That's the good thing about having Chet back, is I do love Chet's, like, Chetisms and, like, his yeah. voice and stuff. Very, like, iconic actor, so that's the good news, but... Um, and the, I do like this final scene of the episode. They're at Turner's. They're packing up Sean's stuff. Um, and uh, and Corey says, you know, we're friends. We help each other out. Sean invites Corey to their house for dinner. Who's cooking? You are. <laughs> um, and Chet takes the TV. Uh, teachers shouldn't watch TV anyways. Like, this is the stuff that we love that we get from Chet, at least. You know, the silly stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and I do like Chet. Like, I, I like the, the, the later stuff with Chet is very, very, very compelling. And, mm-hmm. and and like he's really goofy and wacky, and like in his goofiness. So like the positive parts of Chet's parenting reminds me very much of my father, mm-hmm. and whereas the negative parts obviously doesn't. But like I see like whenever he does like it's like my dad would 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 take a TV and say a teacher doesn't need to be watching TV. Like that's <laughs> yeah. something my father would do. So like I do so and so whenever Chet does something silly like that, I'm like oh that's my dad. Yeah. And then whenever he does something shitty, I'm like oh that's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so at least we end things on, like, a fairly happy note. I really like this episode. Again, I don't really care about the, the storyline B for the most part. Um, more more uh, Feeny Eric stuff, but I really love the Sean stuff. As much as it, like, annoys me and it makes me angry how people treat Sean, um, we could see Chet again. It's a new chapter for Sean, so I, I like the episode. Mm. Yeah, for me, I think that I prefer episode 19, I Was a Teenage Spy. Mm-hmm. I just, like... After as much as I understand, like it's important this uh, with the story, it just doesn't leave me feeling very good. And there's just something fun about like the 50s themed episode and the themed episode in general Mm -hmm. that makes it just feel like special and memorable. So um, that's kind of where my vote's going for this week. Yeah, I uh, I went in being pro uh, episode twenty, but the more I talked about it, the more I was like, you know what though? Like this left me sad, and I like to yeah, be happy. Yeah, kind of just bums you so, out. So go yeah. episode nineteen. There yeah. You go. 
Yeah. There you go. But they're both decent episodes. I think we're like no, they're, we're they're pushing good. towards yeah. the the end of season three, and I've liked a lot of these episodes. So I think it's a, it's a strong season. Season yeah. four, season four on is when, in my opinion, Boy Meets World's firing on all cylinders. Oh, like, okay. Well, yeah, we're next, almost yeah, we're almost yeah. yeah. Season four, I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Season five has a lot of great episodes as well yeah. coming yeah. up on it. Um, shall we get into the fashion hour? I'm ready. Awesome. Let me just share my screen here everyone fashion your seatbelts. <laughs> uh so normally we do a rachel green award for the most 90s outfit but for this time i thought we should do a special 50s edition instead of 90s considering so much of the first episode was in the 50s and there were some pretty iconic outfits Ooh, yeah so we're starting with tl's outfit um and this is the first outfit we see her in doing the twist here in slim's um, Sarah, what do you think about this? We have some cropped black uh, pants, some cute little uh, slingback heels, a leather jacket, a kind of like an emerald green V-neck sweater with a belt, a black belt, a really chunky black belt around the waist. And of course, her really very, very tall, tall hair. <laughs> yeah, I really love it. I love the capris with the little slit. I think it's so cute. The heels. Um, the leather jacket. We don't get to really see Topanga in a leather jacket often. So I think it's a really cool look for her. And um, TL is really doing something for me. I, I like it. Even the green. Like we don't really see like a gemstone color on mm-hmm. her, a jewel tone, uh, this like emerald green. I think it's a really pretty color on her. What do you think, Chad? What, what do you well, like this outfit? Well, I admire the black belt. I didn't know TL uh, was able to do karate. So I think that's impressive. <laughs> and, you know, and if you try to like, you know, fight her, you know, tough luck to anyone who don't know, who don't know no better. You know, she'll, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like she'll, you know, she'll twist a leg for like a roundhouse kick and really, really lay someone out. So. Uh, I, I I think this is good. I don't. I will say it's an odd choice for a karate like gi, the mm-hmm. leather jacket mm-hmm. with like the emerald green. Um, but you know, I think she can stand on her own, and I think her hair is probably big enough to where she could probably also break boards by headbutting it. So I think it's. <laughs> I think she's ready. She's ready for some for some karate, and mm-hmm. it's fitting because the guy from Karate Kid is in the show. So. <laughs> Uh, next up we have Sean Z. Um, he is wearing brown slacks with some, you know, he always wears those like combat type of boots. He has on a black t-shirt, um, with a black leather jacket. And of course his hair is slicked back greaser style with kind of that, like, uh, Danny Zuko little piece in the front. Chad, what do you think of Sean Z's outfit? I, you know, I still just think he's doing a Harley Kiner cosplay, you know, Mm. um, you know, Sean Hunter is one of those guys who can pull off the leather jacket Mm. and the greaser look, you know, I think if, if Boy Meets World took place in the twenties, I don't think Topanga would be anything like TL, but this would legitimately be Sean. So yeah, I like it. I mean, I wish I could pull off a leather jacket. Sarah, what do you think of, uh, Sean's greaser outfit? I really like it. I think that he looks really, really cool. But yeah, is it too much different from Sean Hunter? Uh, maybe, maybe not. It would have like, been funnier you know, if they made him like nerdy, like Minkus and, or something. Yeah, yeah. I think they made like, Minkus the greaser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't get to see 
John in all black very often. Normally he, you know, is has a little bit of a lighter color palette. Mm-hmm. But I like what Chad said that this is a um Harley Craner cosplay. Mm-hmm. I think that's really funny. Uh and last up in the special 50s edition, we have Turner here, Nerdy Turner. Um, he is wearing, I don't even know what color. It's like a light gray suit. He has on like a sweater vest that's like argyle, like brown and tan and red argyle. A uh, white button down shirt with a very slim red tie. His hair is like slicked back. Um, very, very tidy. He's wearing glasses. Um, Chad, what did you think about this different look for Turner? Love, absolutely love it. Like I said, the man, the man's hot no matter what he wears. He looks like, <laughs> he looks like either he's about to like guest star on Mr. Rogers or he looks like he's like the missing character from Clue. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I love it though. Yeah. And, and, and not only do I love it, but I wish you know, I, a part of me wants to get this exact look and, and sport it myself. Yeah. Sarah, what do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, I really like it, too. I feel like he's giving me, like, Superman, Clark, uh, Clark Kent vibes. Yes, I see it. Um, Yeah. I love his hair like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, obviously we don't get to see it like this. It's very 90s normally. But this is this is top tier. Uh, I am um, – I'm really I'm really feeling it. So I'm going to have to give my point to Mr. Turner. Chad, what do you think? Who's your winner? Yeah, no, the zaddy himself is getting my yes, point. Yes, we stand. Listen, listen, Sean Hunter wanted a daddy, but what he really should have asked for was a zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. All right, so congratulations, Mr. Turner. Up next, of course, the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most 90s, or excuse me, the most timeless outfit. Uh, we have Corey. This is a look from episode 20. Um, he is wearing black denim with a black t-shirt underneath and then like a very light heather gray sweater. It's a v-neck. Sarah, what do you think about this outfit? I mean, for a realtor, it's a little casual, but he <laughs> is just a baby realtor. Um, I like, I mean, I like black pants. I like a black t-shirt. I think that he's looking pretty, pretty good. Um, We've definitely evolved in Corey's fashion in Mm -hmm. the last few years. And I like the direction we're going in now. As somebody who's wearing black jeans and a black t-shirt currently, like I am a sweater away from having this exact look. (laughs) So would you wear this sweater, Chad? Oh, I would absolutely wear that sweater. I I literally got to say I would wear this exact outfit. Like Mm -hmm. I... I, I, I'm all I'm all aboard the Corey Matthews sweater train. Yeah, I really like this outfit. I think it's a good look for him. Uh, next up, we have Chet Hunter. This is when we see him in the police station. So he's wearing a dark denim jean, a very large belt buckle, of course. Uh, tucked into that, he has a white button down with what appear to be like black um, vertical stripes. He has on, I don't know what kind of fabric this this jacket is. It's like a gray, but it has like suede like caps on the shoulders. I don't really know what else to call it. And he has like a very typical like military style haircut. I believe he's also wearing cowboy boots. It was kind of tough to tell in the mm-hmm. in the episode though. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Sarah? Big belt too. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean the yeah, the, the haircut's new, right? Like, I feel like this is a new haircut for him. I don't think he had this previously, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, like, definitely a vibe. Like, he is, um, 
I, I don't know. He looks like he's like literally just came out of court for his traffic tickets. Mm-hmm. Like I feel as though, but I mean, I like this jacket for him. Um, the pants look nice. He looks very put together for Chet. Um, but you know, I'm mad at him. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> Chad, what do you think? He gives off hardcore. I coach my fourth grade son's flag football team. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, and especially like the first one, like the first picture, it looks like he's literally like walking to like the court with his son. He's like, that's my boy. And my boy's going to score the winning touchdown. He's a sportsman. He literally like, that's just the, yeah. the vibe. Yes, he looks like. He just looks like Little League softball coach. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Uh, and lastly, we have Sean. And this is in their moving scene at the very end. He's wearing black denim, some black shoes. Looks like a white t-shirt. Some kind of graphic on it, but we can't tell what it is. And over top of that is a um, a button-down, kind of like a lighter blue um button down t or button down shirt sorry chad what do you think of this outfit well once again as somebody who loves to rock the black jeans i am a fan of this and i would also wear this exact look um so you know i i you know i was uh i was i was a kid in the 90s but if i would have if i i i would be a very fashion forward adult if i lived in the 90s yeah sarah what do you think yeah, I like this. I I like the denim or blue shirt. I think that he looks like really dapper. But uh, you know, why 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 don't we just give it to the real estate agent this week? I don't know. What do you think, Chad? What's no, your I I agree. I think Corey. I think Corey takes this one. All right, congratulations, Corey. Uh, so Corey and Turner are taking the taking the wins this week. Uh, so Corey, congratulations, Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness and, uh, Turner gets our fifties award. I don't even know like a person in the fifties that I could have used for that. He gets the, he gets the A, (laughs) the A award. Um, so yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on Chad again. Always a pleasure to have you on. Of course. It's always great to be on shit. Nineties shows taught me it was, it's fun. You know, feel free to have me on whenever you know we'll be back Uh, in contact with you for season four oh heck yeah i'm excited (laughs) let me let me scout season four and i'll tell you what episodes i want there you go you pick the list and we'll uh we'll figure something out yeah as long as i get on before adam or tommy i'm okay (laughs) with either uh, with whatever we do okay Uh, what do you have going on uh chad tell us what you got plug it oh Oh man, I've got so much going on. Um, actually, as soon as I get off here, I'm jumping on uh, to record episode 11 of Sponge Podcast Pants. Uh, it's me and Bando and uh, and and Jess. We've got Felipe. <gasps> oh wow! Oh my goodness, Mr. Felipe! You don't say Felipe's going to yes. be awfully busy because he's joining us next week. Yes, yes, and I'm also guest starring on a podcast in a couple of days. Um, and I'm not going to say which podcast it is because I don't, huh. because one of the co-hosts doesn't know I'm coming on. So it needs to be a surprise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, besides that though, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on a, uh, I'm just, I'm so busy. I'm, I'm always I've got a dinner show that's coming up in September. I'm in a play in October. It's just, my life Same is a mess. Stuff. 
<laughs> Amazing. So definitely check out uh, Sponge Podcast Pants. I've been on it. It was such a fun time. Definitely go give that a listen. Get in early while the getting's hot. Yeah, yeah. As we, say. Uh, as, as SpongeBob would say, I'm ready. And I'm ready for you to check out that podcast. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what do we have coming up besides Felipe coming on next week? Yeah, Felipe is going to be coming on for our season three, episode 21, Happiest Place on Earth, uh, because we can't do a Disney podcast without Felipe. He'd murder us. He'd drive here that and would murder be crazy. both of us. So, yeah, we have that coming up. We are also coming out um, this week. It would have been up yesterday on Wednesday. We, for our bonus podcast, uh, 2nd of August, um, 10 Things I Hate About You with Kirsten McInnes. That was very, very fun. Mm -hmm. Speaking one of um, of Jessica's favorite movies and Kirsten's favorite movies. Um, And then for... September, we are doing a Robin Williams month, and Whoa. you, you, the audience, will be getting to choose two out of four of movies that we cover. We don't know we're covering yet, but you'll let us know because we're doing a poll. So Ooh. stay tuned for that. Very soon, we'll put up that poll. Mm-hmm. I love me some Robin Williams. Yes, yes. September first. Yes. Choose your choose your uh, best pick, Chad. Uh, I'm I'm advocating right now for Flubber. That is well, going to be potentially one of the poll options. Yeah, yeah. very likely that will Who be knows? an option. Um, yeah. And also, we are coming up. We it's, it's wild to me. We are coming up on our one year anniversary of the podcast. Oh yeah! So that will be September third. We will be having a special bonus podcast for you all on that date. More to come on that. Check our social media because uh, you will get to fill out something um, that relates to the podcast, which we are recording live mm-hmm. together. Well, not live, live for us, I guess. We are recording it together this weekend, which is very yeah. exciting for us. Um, so yeah, more on that in the future. You'll see uh, check out nice. our social media this week and you'll figure out what we're recording and what we want to hear your thoughts on. I can't wait to listen to the first the special Girl Meets World coverage. Oh no, never. I never will do it. It's not made in the nineties, Chad. It's not allowed. <laughs> Those are That's the rules. Fair. We didn't That's make fair. the rules, we just follow them. Right, true. Except Very we did true. The rules. <laughs> when we're Very all true. when we're all old and gray and we're watching shows that come out in twenty ninety, can we podcast about that? Yes cool <laughs> absolutely um, and if you'd like to send in feedback uh send it to shit 90s pod at gmail.com or at shit 90s pod on instagram and twitter and sarah and what else yeah. what else oh my gosh so big big news we have a website um oh wow yeah, i know it's really <laughs> exciting sarah uh, worked w- so hard on this I've been working. I've done. I've been working on the website, uh, www.shit90spod.com, and we you can leave a voicemail for us, and we can play it. We want to hear your beautiful voices. I'm going to leave you voicemails every single week. Of course you are. We'd love to get your feedback via voicemail. It's just another way you can reach out to us. We love mm-hmm. from he- we love hearing from you guys. And of course, if you want to give us a rating, um, please do five stars. We would appreciate it. Bumps us up in the you know podcast app situation things. So please do that as well. Uh, I think that's. I mean, that was a lot of stuff, but I think that's all we it's have. A lot. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. I mean, that's it. That's yeah. It. That's what it. an eventful episode to come on to. There's uh, so much happening. Exactly. So much happening. 
Uh, so thank you all for listening. Thank you, Chad, again for joining us. This was so thank much you, fun. Chad. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on. We will talk it to you fun. all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.